You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey everybody, it's Adam, live and in person for you. Hey everybody, it's Adam, wonder who he'll interview. Hey everyone, it's Call Me Adam, and I'd like to take a moment to thank you for tuning into my show. I'd also like to give a special shout-out to my Patreon family for supporting this podcast on a deeper level. If you want to support this podcast even more, become a member of my Patreon family, where you can get a variety of backstage perks. Visit patreon.com slash callmeadamnyc for more information. Now, on today's episode of Bearing It All with Call Me Adam, I am chatting with independent singer Paul Middleton. When we come back, we'll be talking with Paul about his music, finding love, and much more. So stay tuned. Hi, Paul. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. A big hello from Berlin. You, you were in London, and then you found love, and now you have moved to Berlin. So um, how did you meet your partner? Um, um, I, was doing a, I was invited to sing in Berlin. I was living in London. And I went to Berlin to sing at um, like a club night here. And I had a friend who lives in England as well, but he was coming over for the party. Quite a few people from England, you know, they travel to Europe to go to, you know, these club events or, or these pride events, you know. And he, he said, I'll show you around Berlin. And he said, come to this bar called Woof. And I was like, yeah, great, okay. And I uh, went in and uh, I met... I saw my partner, um, he was this handsome, sexy, beautiful guy in rugby shorts, in rugby top, and I was just like, oh my gosh, and um, the guy that booked me to sing, he uh-huh. said to him, said, look, Paul's singing at this club tomorrow, or at this event tomorrow, uh, please come and see him, or come on, you're welcome to come. I mean, I didn't really think anything, I didn't think he'd be there, but uh-huh. I went on stage, started singing, and literally, you know, stays left, right at the front, you know, not with anybody, just by himself, was my partner. And I was just like, I was I was so impressed that he came by himself, because I know these some events can be quite, you know, scary to, to, to go to if you're by yourself, but he didn't care about, you know, how he looked or anything like, you know, he literally stood out a mile, you know, because he was by himself. There's no one really near him at all. But I saw him, and I, was just, I, I sang to him. I was just, I was so impressed that he did that. You know, I was like, okay. Uh, so that really meant the world. And um, then afterwards, um, uh, we had a drink and uh, <laughs> I said, should we go and dance or whatever? And we danced. And, and my partner, because he owns the Wolf Bar, he's quite well known, um, uh, you know. And so everyone was staring at him and me, like dancing on the floor and kind of like, you know, getting a little bit sweaty or whatever because it, uh-huh. it was it was a packed dance floor. So it, it ended that that was it really. And then I, I came back to London and we stayed in contact. And um, it was Christmas time, and he texted me, and made an effort. Like I, I I was gigging Christmas Eve or yeah Christmas Eve, and I was driving down on Christmas Day, and um, I stopped off for a break and um, we chatted. And I was just like, oh my god, this guy is like going out of his way. It's Christmas Day when he, he should be with his family. Mm-hmm. This guy, this guy is texting me. I was really guarded, so I was 
playing it very like guarded. I wasn't playing it cold or anything, but very guarded because I've been hurt before and mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, you know, what is what does he want? <laughs> but yeah. I was just one over the fact that it was Christmas, you know, Christmas is a special time for, for both of us. You know, we both love Christmas and and then yeah, he and then it just grew. I went to see him in January again and and it, we had a long distance relationship for two years and wow. um, yeah, for two years and then I recently moved here eight weeks ago and I think it's been the best decision I've made in a long time, you know. Wow, that's incredible. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's great. What was the what was the moment that you just decided it's time to move and and did you move in with him? Yeah. Um so oh, wow. So we during the long distance relationship part, we last my my as well as being a singer, I'm also a teacher. I was a teacher. Oh. And so we get a summer vacation. Mm-hmm. So during the summer, I went to spend all summer with him. And, you know, that was really, we, we both said, well, let's see how we get on living together for six weeks. And, you know, because things are going really well at this point. Like, you know, I knew I wanted to, you know, we wanted to be together. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like being sensible about it. So we spent six weeks together of our, of our summer or my summer holidays and um, just had an absolute blast. And, and I said, like, you know what? I, I think we've had such a great time and we both said, yeah, let's, let's look, look to move in together. So I went back to school in September. We carried on like traveling backwards and forwards and then come March, the virus hit. And so thank God for technology that we could have a conversation mm-hmm. by a video chat. And we stay in, you know, we stay in touch that way and we missed each other. And the, the plan was already in place by then from September last year, the plan mm-hmm. was in place that we were going to move together. But um, it was just like, we were so close, and yet now we had this virus where neither of us could travel to see each other. Yeah, and then finally, and then finally, I did come out, and it was just like it's 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 amazing. You know, I'm loving it here. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not teaching at the moment, but I'm focusing on music. Um, uh-huh. I'm learning some other new skills, and yeah, it's been brilliant. Thank you. That's, with it. that's wonderful. What a beautiful story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it it, it could have ended up, you know. A, a, a bad way, shall I say? Yes, it, yes, it, it, yes. There's all different scenarios that it could have been, but yeah. um, yes. As someone who also just recently moved in with their boyfriend, um, it I feel very lucky that like I'm able to be with someone, especially during this time. Um, it, it certainly helps and make a difference. You're absolutely well. right. It does. It does. Why don't we take a quick break, and when we come back, we will talk about your music. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Paul Middleton. And now we're back. Your latest single is a cover of Kylie Minogue's uh, Love at First Sight, which it is fantastic. I mean, oh, it. I love your voice. Um, I've listened to several of your songs and I mean, you, you do covers of, just to let everybody know, I mean, you do covers of Adele, Someone Like You, Rihanna's We Found Love. You did um, George Michael, Careless Whisper, Tracy Chapman, Fast Car, Madonna, Holiday. I mean, you cover the gamut of like everybody out there and your voice adapts to um, every song wonderfully. But I love also how you sort of give it your own spin. And um, I would say almost every song uh, I listen to is, uh, you've made it like a dance anthem. Um, yeah. I really love that. So, um, so, so basically, how do you decide like, um, which artists' songs you want to sing? 
And it's it's all about connection, like for me, and mm -hmm. and if it's got a story that resonates um, with me, like if I enjoy, if if first of all, if the song is brilliant and I love it, and I'm a fan of the song, that that's that's the most important thing. I'm, I, you know, I I love a really wide range of music and and, and artists. I, I don't really have a favorite like artist artist. I have lots of songs that I love. Um, so I tend to kind of go with songs that I just really connect with, and mm -hmm. but that, uh, but but as you, you you'll notice that I do kind of sing a, a, a diverse uh, like range style almost. So some of the songs, you know, "Love at First Sight" and "When Love Takes Over," they're very EDM, tropical house, and and we found mm -hmm. love as well. You know, that's mm -hmm. something I'm going. That's um, I, I'm going through kind of like this is my evolution phase at the moment I'm going through right. like in terms of like growing as an artist or growing as a, as a singer. So I'm trying different things. Whereas my first three albums, they were very ballad or, or turning fast songs into mm -hmm. slow ones. So mm -hmm. I sang a, I sung a very slow version of edge of glory by Lady Gaga, um, mm -hmm. which is on my fir first covers album. And so I, it's re really about the connection that, that I feel to the song and whether I can do it justice by putting my spin on it. Because lots of people suggest stuff to me and I'm just like, if I don't feel the song, I just, you know, my voice won't bring bring it. You know, I right. have to feel it. So, yeah. Yeah. So what was your connection? Let's say Love at First Sight. Was that influenced by your meeting your partner? It's, totally. It's, it's, it's a There's a double reason. I mean, it's my favorite Kylie song. Um, so I've, I've always loved it. It's just such a great song. Um, and I probably, I could, I could have slowed it, slowed it down and done a ballad, but ballad version, but something that I've, I've started to do, I notice that when I do a lot of gigs, you know, when I, when I sing live and performances, you know, I do sing a lot of, um, AC stuff and, and, and mm -hmm. dancey stuff, but they're often like the originals I do. So what I, this is all about is I want to bring stuff which I can sing live, which is up tempo and fun. Mm -hmm. So love at first sight was okay. I wanted to keep it upbeat, maybe give it a bit of an EDM flavor, but also it represents the chapter, this chapter in my life of finding my partner. And I'm not saying it was like love at first sight, like, like you know, because it might be <laughs> lust, lust at first sight. Right, but, right. But I, I'm interpreting love as a positive kind of like energy, this positive feeling at first sight, which I felt, towards my partner yes it was probably lust definitely but there was a, a very warm energy there as well when mm -hmm. i first saw him mm -hmm. but also the, the 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 music video um I'm, i did a music video where i showcased berlin the city my new home because yes. it, even when i first came here when I, when I met my partner it was my first visit to berlin you know i, li I don't live that far away london to berlin is like 90 minutes on the plane it's oh, really wow. quick. Yeah, it's, it's 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 really quick. But I've never visited because it's another city. But when I came came here and you know I did all the touristy things, I was just I you know I loved it. And there's also this lovely energy as well to Berlin, which is um, it's like London. It's you know got great atmosphere. It's very busy, but on a calmer level. Mm -hmm. um, and the community here, in terms of the, the gay communities, I feel really strong. Um, so there's lots of connections on different different levels with with this city, and mm -hmm. so therefore I thought, okay, well now would be you know Love at First Sight would be a great song to kind of bring that story out from me, you know, yes. through, through this cover. 
Yes. Well, it's a great cover. Um, I, I, I mean, I love it. I love it. And you did a great job with it. And in listening to some of the other songs, I mean, you do such a great job with them. So um, do you have, um, do you have aspirations uh, to, to um, release original music at some point? Definitely. I mean, to be honest, I would have been starting now, but um, you know, as an independent artist, like I, I release my own music, I put it out there for, for, for people to enjoy, and I don't. I, I want to be able to release stuff, my own stuff, when I can tour and when I can mm-hmm. perform it live in front of people, and you know when I can go and gig. That's really important to me because at the moment you can do a live gig online, but it's just not the same. There's not not that same mm-hmm. connection. And I love performing live. I love doing gigs. You know, I've I've been doing it for for like 20 years. So it's in me that, you know, it's it's such a part of me. So I'm going to take my time over it, but it will be next year for sure where I'll be doing original stuff. And, um, and the covers that I do kind of will feed into that, that, Mm -hmm. those vibes that you'll get, you know, and the very diverse vibes you get as well will, will feed into my original stuff for sure. Oh, terrific. Terrific. Well, when when you come out with your original music, we'll have to do another interview to talk about it. So thank you. Yeah, that would be great. And now one one other thing that I really uh, admire about you is that you're also you're an out gay singer and um, you don't hide your your sexuality. When you started uh, your music, because, you you know, you've been in the business, like you said, for 20 years, uh, were you always out from the beginning or was it something that um so that like did you when you started in music did you know you always wanted to be out and not hide who you were or was that something that came later and it came later with confidence i mean you know it, it took me a long time and i think a lot of gay men i think it takes a long time for a lot of people to kind of work out who they mm-hmm. are and get some kind of confidence about their identity and what they believe in what they stand for and so i think um in my like in my twenties when I was singing, you know, I, I sang in groups and stuff, and I was out, and I never, I never hit it, but it was mm-hmm. never kind of like, um, it was never something which I kind of was like, hey, I'm gay type of person. It's something I've always debated about myself whether I need to kind of be more colourful, more, more bright. But I'm, or I just, I just believe in being myself, and mm-hmm. you know, I am gay. I'm very proud of being gay. Um, and yes, you know, I, I, I wear the rainbow flag. I, I, I really want to get across to people is, you know, yes, I'm um, a, a proud gay man, but that's just a part of me and, and it doesn't necessarily define me and doesn't make, that's, that doesn't always encompass everything in my life. Um, yeah. But, you know, the covers that I sing, yeah, there's lots of stories we're there to do with my relationships and stuff. I mean, you know, Careless Whisper is, is about, you know, in the video, you know, it's about a guy that, I massively had my heart broken, you know, mm-hmm. and there's a, uh, I was totally messed up after that, you know, so mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so yeah. But look, you fa- you were able to find love for as much damage as that relationship did. You, you, you were able to find love again. I think absolutely. I, and I really believe that. And I think, you know, I hope most, lots of people will take this on board that, you know, one, if one door closes, I promise a better one will, will open. Because happiness is waiting there, you know, you've got to love yourself first, you know, I think that's very important, you know, self-care and, and, and finding that genuine happiness. Yeah. And I think that, that will open the door to um, 
letting someone else in or, or letting love surprise you, which he did with me because I was like, yeah, I'm never dating again. I've never seen anyone again. I'll stay single for the rest of my life. And, and then I met this wonderful guy who just, you know, he's changed my world, you know. Let's take another quick break. And when we come back, let's talk a little bit about um, life outside music. And, um, well, that's what we're going to talk about. So we'll be right back with Paul Middleton. Don't go anywhere. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The new 2023 Ford Escape is the perfect getaway car. Featuring an available 13.1-inch center stack screen, 360-degree camera, and Bang & Olufsen sound system and spatial flexibility for extra legroom. The new 2023 Ford Escape. Learn more at Ford.com. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Hey everyone, my name is Paul Middleton and you're listening to Bearing It All with Call Me Adam. And now we're back. Welcome back. Woo! I love it. I love it. So outside of music, um, what are some hobbies you like to do? How do you keep yourself busy? Um, I love the cinema. The cinema is my films are my favorite thing. Like, well, actually, the cinema experience is really, really important to me because it, it, it's a definite switch off. Like I mentioned earlier, when I was, I'm a teacher or I was a teacher. I'm taking a current year off, but I'm a teacher, but also do singing. So that's a really full lifestyle mm-hmm. right there. So some, some of the ways to help me relax is is the cinema. Um, yeah. I love seeing in the. <laughs> it sounds really dodgy, but I love seeing in the dark and uh-huh. I love, like. You know, just a one light, and you know, just the, the flicker, and just of, of, of the lights, whatever. And it's just, it's just so nice. And um, so I enjoy that. My other hobby is I'm a massive Marvel fan. Uh, I love the X Men comics. Oh, uh-huh. so, I've a, so I've been a fan of those since I was like 15. Um, so it's, it's been so nice to kind of see all these um, films come alive okay. in the last 10, 12 years, or whatever. Yes, it's been, a, it's been like a nerd's dream you know? <laughs> it's been like oh my god um, I, when Avengers Endgame and Infinity War both came out I was there the first night at the midnight screening to go see it you know oh that's how I was you know so I was a proper like loving it and, living. and I went to go back to the cinema three times to see each film and yeah wow. so that, that, that's they're my two main hobbies um, I used to go to the gym uh, I was quite uh-huh. into my gym but um, just I, you know when, when you get a relationship there are things that has to kind of like you have to rejuggle and reevaluate and yes um once i think once corona goes i think you know my partner and i will probably become gym buddies and try and go back and stuff like that uh-huh. so. 
Oh, that's great. That's great. Um, other than the Marvel movies, what are some of your favorite? Uh, what were some of your favorite films? Oh, the Go- the Goonies is. Oh, I my, love Goonies. Yeah, absolutely love it. And I'll tell you what else has just brought back loads of memories is on Netflix. Cobra Kai. Um, yes. Is, is yeah, that's I I love the Karate Kid. I've watched oh my that. God. I have a little cousin who's nine years younger than me, and uh-huh. when I was like. Like twelve or however, he was about four or five. I made him watch the Karate Kid, and he got into loads of trouble. He ended up <laughs> going to school and karate chopping everybody. Oh my god! I, I got into loads of trouble for that. Um, but yeah, I love Cobra Kai. I've only watched the first season of Cobra Kai, so I have to watch the second season. But yeah, watching it, it just takes me back to the Karate Kid, and I mean, Ralph Macchio looks incredible. He looks exactly <laughs> the same. I mean, obviously. Yeah. You can tell he's older, but oh my god! Actually, and, to be, they all do. Even they do, John, yes. the guy that plays Johnny is just like—I mean, he—he's yes. he, blessed with—he's blessed with you know good looks for you know for his age or whatever, and he's yes. he's aged just as well. So, but the second season, definitely watch it. The kids are amazing. Oh, I can't wait! Yeah, can't and actually, wait. something that was really positive, by the way. Um, and if you if you don't want spoilers, just block your ears for the next five seconds. But there's but a no one le- spoilers either. <laughs> oh yeah, I can find it. Okay, all right, okay. So <laughs> just <laughs> no like listeners, wait, I haven't watched it. Yeah, okay, but there is something really, really nice in there, and, and I think you you'll know what I'm talking about when you watch it. Okay, so, okay, yeah. great. Um, I love that. I love that. And uh, what's your favorite? What's your favorite scene in Goonies? Um, the speech that Mikey gives when they're in the, uh, waterfall and like, oh, with yes. coins, and he goes, Chester Copperpot, Chester Copperpot, he never made it this far, you know? And, and then he kind of gives this speech about like, yes, um, it's our time I, down here. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yes, yes. Our time. Our time. And then, <laughs> And then uh, I love it how Andy goes, a chance of one, Mikey, getting killed. <laughs> and it's like, it all goes when we get in Troy's bucket. And that's uh, right. it's just like, yeah, I, it's, that's one of the films I could I can quote for sure. Yes. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Oh, my God. I think I actually had a dream one time that I definitely had a dream that I went down the slides that they go down <sighs> when they get yes. to um, the ship. And then I definitely had a, I've had a dream twice that I've been on a, a pirate ship and it must've been the Goonie pirate ship, I'm guessing. Um, and it was, I mean, I think in my dream, there were like real pirates chasing us around, but um, it must've been influenced by that because- as, as a kid, I used to go down water slides and I used to pretend I was one of the Goonies going down the water slide. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure loads of us used to do that. I mean, yes. I, yes. I definitely did that. I was like, oh, here's a water slide. Let's pretend we're going to the pirate ship and we're being chased, <laughs> definitely. I love it. I love it. So let's do some rapid fire questions, which is another way I love getting to know things about my guests. So we'll start with what's your favorite game show? Wipeout. Favorite board game? Mousetrap. Oh, I used to love that game. <laughs> favorite fruit? Uh, banana. Uh-huh. Favorite cereal? Weetabix. Oh, okay. What is that like... Um, like shredded wheat? It's, it's, yeah, it is, but it, but it's uh-huh. nicer than shredded wheat. Nicer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, favorite ice cream flavor? Uh, ben and Jerry's Belgian chocolate or Hagen-Dazs mm. Belgian chocolate. I'm a chocolate fan. Yum. Favorite Golden Girls episode? Sadly, I never watched the Gold, Golden Girls because, I know this is, this is shocking, but I grew up in um, Africa, so 
when I guess oh. that was that was a big thing. Um, uh-huh. I guess the, the the TV programs weren't available there, so um, I missed I missed a lot of stuff. You know, growing up, which is obviously popular culture today. Yes. So there's huge, there's huge there's huge gaps in my in my knowledge and in, and in my gayness as well. <laughs> yes, I was going to say, are you sure you're gay? <laughs> yeah, I am for sure. But just yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite go to emoji when texting? The kiss one with the wink. Oh yes, yes. Uh, well, yeah. I love that. And uh, lastly, uh, boxers or briefs? Both. I'm, I'm, I'm actually just not fussy. As long as they're comfortable, then I'm, I'm happy. Oh, interesting. But on someone else, briefs. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I can't believe it, but we're already at the end of the interview. Um, oh, thank this you so much. Been, so you're welcome. This has been so much fun. So I always end my interviews uh, playing off of the title of my podcast, Bearing It All with Call Me Adam. So if you could bear it all and reveal something about yourself that you have not talked about previously, what would you share with me today? I've got two things. There's a fun one and a more serious one, devastating one. But okay. the fun one was, um, it's more of a talent. But in America, you guys have biscuits called Chips Ahoy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm str- I'm struggling. I've struggled to find them in the UK. I'm struggling to find them in Berlin. But I can polish off easily, like two huge packets or double packets or whatever they are of chips or white. I love them so much. And oh my I can God. finish them off in no problem. That they are my favorite biscuit in the whole world. The now, do you like one, the crunchy or the chewy chips ahoy? Oh gosh. Um I, it's just whatever the whatever the first one ever came out of oh, okay, the crunchy. I, the crunchy one, yeah. yeah I think it's the crunchy, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um and then the more kind of like revealing one is uh, when I was quite naughty but I wasn't naughty, but I am um, in a shop, <laughs> I, stole, I stole some one penny sweets from a shop, and, I, and my mum, my mu- I came outside and showed my mum, and my mum was so devastated. She um, she marched me back inside the store, and and she made me apologise to the shopkeeper, and I cried and cried and cried. Oh, so I've never oh told anyone God. that before. Oh, I love that! I love that! I actually told this story uh, on one of my previous episodes, but I had a similar incident where I got a. Um, uh, I was getting like a Snickers bar from the candy machine and there was w- the other, like the next Snickers was like, it was so loose that like if you shook the machine, it could fall down. But I ended up sticking my hand where the candy comes out and I was able to reach up and get the Snickers bar. And I was so proud of myself. And I went and I told my parents and I had to bring it back. Um, uh, Cause we were like at some hotel and I had to bring it back to the hotel management office and then tell them that I, took it but in that i did bring it back but i told them was um oh the candy bar accidentally the second one accidentally fell out and i wanted to return it i love that story because because i've I've, that's i've done something very similar where i was able to reach it i'm sure they've gotten onto this because now there's like a double leg yeah exactly i totally identify with that totally oh my god i love it i love that you that you I have done that as well. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Not in my adulthood. That was just in my childhood. I don't want <laughs> anyone to think that I'm still reaching my hand up uh, candy bar machines <laughs> to get candy. That was just like a childhood thing. <laughs> so, I just want to clarify the same as well. You know, yes. It was a childhood thing, not, not, not an adult thing. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Well, this has been so much fun. Um, thank you so much for coming on the show. And uh, everybody listening, 
definitely stream Paul's music on Spotify. Get his covers for album. Keep an eye out because we'll let you all know when it's available. And um, where can everybody find you on social media? Um, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Paul okay. M. Paul M. Music. Um, all one word. And then on Facebook, Paul Middleton official. Come and say hello, and I'll say hello back. And you know, it'd be lovely to see you over there. Oh, that's wonderful. So go follow Paul on social media. And also just remember here at the Broadway Podcast Network, we have over 70 theater and art related podcasts. So keep listening. And can I say a massive thank you so much for giving like independent artists like myself a, a platform to come and talk to people like uh, wonderful people like yourself. And you are doing an amazing job for the community. And thank oh. you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. That's so nice. He'll get the dirt and the scoop and the story for he happens to be in the know. Just ask anybody who's had him at all the place for the business of show. CallMeAdam.com Find more episodes of Bearing It All with Call Me Adam everywhere you stream podcasts. For my print and video interviews, visit my website, callmeadam.com. Follow me on social media at callmeadamnyc on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And finally, if you really want to get involved, support my podcast on a deeper level by becoming a member of my Patreon family. Visit patreon.com slash callmeadamnyc. There, you'll get a variety of backstage perks, including advanced notice of interviews, the ability to submit a question to my guests, and everyone's favorite, swag. When was the last time you found a professional look that fits so well you felt like you could take on anything? Indochino believes you shouldn't fit your clothes, they should fit you, your body, personality, and style. Because finding the perfect fit is about more than your measurements, it's how you show the world who you are. Design every detail of your suit to be totally you with Indochino's new women's wear line. Simply submit your measurements online or visit an expert style guide at an Indochino showroom. They have hundreds of high-quality fabrics and details to choose from and are always adding new options so you can add your own flair. With endless ways to customize, designing an outfit is easy. Just tell Indochino how you want it, and that's how they'll make it. Find your perfect fit and stand out in style with a custom suit from Indochino. For 10% off, use promo code WOMEN when you visit Indochino.com to book a showroom appointment or place an order. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O dot com, promo code WOMEN.